Good morning. Everyone is enjoying sunshine. Yeah, it's not much excitement, you know. I did, I did expect a bit more from the English, you know. Do you love the sunshine? It's good. Do you love the presence of God? I need to weigh the, you know, the, yeah. Yes, we, we, we really love the presence of God. That's what we are here. Um, uh, uh, so we will be continuing uh, Song of Ascent. Today I'll be talking, uh, sharing you from Psalm 121. At the time of worship, one of the things was keep on coming uh, back. And uh, uh, one of the things sharing was new life, breakthrough, new opening, uh, bringing back to life. Um, it's actually, um, I was thinking, um, the song of us and, uh, in terms of, uh, Psalm 121 is very, uh, w- very much, uh, shout for help. And, uh, our help is from the Lord. Song, uh, uh, Psalm, uh, uh, Psalm 121 is the second, um, uh, how do, how do I phrase that one? Psalm 23 is the most read Psalm or most sung or most memorized. Um, so Psalm 21 is the second place because that's very well known. Everyone knows that I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Most of the films, you know, so before something, you know. So sometimes there's in the films, it's a, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know. So, so when there is a more dramatic moment, they do put Psalm 23. is another one. Many films put this uh, 121 because... Uh, it, I don't know whether they believe that one, uh, this psalm, or is it because it's very, um, uh, it's a, it's very uh, a prayer from the depth of the heart. Before I move on, I'd like to m- mention one uh, thing that that's, uh, at the time of worship, I felt God was uh, uh, staring in my heart. Uh, in terms of uh, shouting for help, uh, it, um, could be a sickness. Uh, oh, it, one of the words that keep on coming to my mind, or just I felt God was giving to me, was uh, memory loss. So if anyone's struggling with the memory loss in this uh, congregation, this 9.30 congregation, suddenly you're forgetting things. Uh, you know, just let suddenly everything go blank. So when you're driving, you know, uh, so uh, don't... Don't lift everyone, you know, please, you know, so we do all have memory loss. But this is something you are really struggling and you feel like, God, I really need your help. So I believe at the time of meeting, God is going to fix you today. Amen. Amen. Because for people, they are not struggling. It's not, oh, okay, our memory is fine. But people, they do struggle, or they really want to break through, it's the good news, okay? Um, so, uh, it's, a, it's like Michelle shared, uh, God wants to do greater things in terms of bringing life back. Shall we go to Psalm 121? Uh, uh, then we can read, or we can sing together. Why can't we sing together Psalm 121 uh, together? Probably, I'll switch off, I'll mute my mic while we're reading, because I don't want to uh, disturb the floor. I'll join you. Uh, uh, the corporate <laughs> singing, you know. Okay, Psalm 121. Shall we read together then? Ready? I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not be put to the He will not be put to the Indeed, He will not be put to the 
Okay. The famous uh, uh, words, uh, the first word says, I will lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? So when do we shout for help, you know? So we don't just shout for help if we know exactly what we are supposed to do. When we are cooking, we know, oh, this is next time, this bit going on, we don't shout for help. So where do we shout for help? When we feel we are stuck. It's impossible for us to move forward. Or we don't have the knowledge or ability or understanding to deal with a situation. It could be something relationship issue. It could be something, there is no peace in our heart. We can't go to Tesco. Can I have a one kilo peace please? We can't buy that one. Amazon won't sell peace and joy. You can't do that here and there. So when we shout for help, that means that shows our inability or inadequacy to to do something we want to do or we want to receive. So in Psalm 121, the author is shouting, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? So he might be in the middle of he looking for some help. Or he could be encouraging the whole people. This is a journey. Dan already did the introduction. So this is a journey. People from different parts of uh, uh, Palestine, they're going to Jerusalem. It's a journey. They, it's a kind of festival together. So the author is uh, just reminding the whole group, yes, we can trust in many areas, but we need to lift up our eyes to the mountains, not just talking about some physical mountains. Actually, we need to look up God. That's the place our trust, our help is going to come. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and the earth. He's the creator. I can't create heaven. I can't create earth. I can't control the situations. I can't move sun and moon here and there. But I know a God who is in charge, who is in control. So who can move everything in a perfect way, in the perfect time, according to his perfect plan. So it's better for me to trust in him. It's better for me to call upon his name. That is why I, my helps come from the Lord, the maker of heaven and the earth. The word starting, I lift my eyes up. It's like a personal prayer to the Lord or personal uh, uh, a shout towards God's direction. Then he's changing the, uh, the changing the psalm a bit more into, he will watch over you. We will come to that one. So shall we go to the next slide? Help, I need. Uh, you know, so uh, you know that verse, you know. So that's a, uh, uh, so if you know the first line, uh, it's a familiar uh, uh, tone, you know. It's just like a, a Beatles, you know, help. You know, you know that song. I'm not going to sing that one. I need somebody help. Okay, I'm not going to spoil the moment, you know. So, um, so that means when you're shouting for help, that says, I got problems, something I can't fix. So the second thing, I need real help. I got problems, I need real help. Then the second thing, where can I find? Where can I find the help? So if you're cooking, what do you do? 
you don't do no more cooking books now, or maybe you do use, you Google it, you know, how can I make a casserole, you know, you just, you know, Google it, uh, you just uh, look at a place, you know that, that's the place you will get the information. When you're traveling, you do use GPS or Google Map to go, because you know that that's a place I can trust, they will take me. Though many, you know, honestly, a couple of times, uh, uh, the GPS took me to wrong places, and I uh, it literally end up in railway track. You know, so I was thinking, this is a dead end, you know, so I don't trust that one, but still I do, I do trust you GPS to take me from A to B. Uh, so, well, that's the place we do ask for help. We know that one. Uh, this is the place I can find some help. So, in this situation, he's, he's battling with something beyond his control. Otherwise, he doesn't need to shout for help. So he's thinking about things are beyond our control. So that's the place we are looking up to God. Does that mean that, okay, so usually our natural tendency, if I can fix it, I don't need you. If I can fix this thing, I don't need you. If I can't fix it, I need somebody to help me. That's the human nature. So if I can manage my finance, okay, I'm fine. If I have a secure job, I'm fine. So if I have everything is going well, I'm fine. But when things are not going well, that's the time people look for help. That's the natural tendency of this world. But as a Christian or as a follower of Jesus, our response is very much different in everything we do or think or we we want to move forward we know that without God's grace without God's understanding without his grace we cannot it's impossible for us to move forward it is a very important thing we always remind ourselves that's why even though you got money you got many things why are we here now this morning because you are in it's not because you are in the middle of a big crisis or anything some of you might be but even though you are you may or may not be in the midst of a big crisis you are here because you know that one because only God can help me only God can open my eyes only God can set me the ways only God can give me the wisdom only God can teach me where to go only God can give me the wisdom to deal with circumstances so my ultimate help is from the Lord whether sharing gospel or whether praying for a sick person, whether I'm reading Bible, whether I'm sharing, uh, uh, you know, just in my marriage or in my single life, single life or whatever I'm going through, I really need God's help. So that's the direction the author is helping. The, the, the best direction to shout for help is towards God. Next slide, please. One of the biggest problems we face is uh, uh, is uh, is completely lost, you know. So the biggest help the humanity need is in the area of sin. Completely lost. It's not just a breakthrough in a specific area. The biggest help humanity need is coming out from the bondage of sin. This is completely stuck. It's not just, I'm not talking about a relationship issue. I'm not talking about a financial crisis. This is a dead end. There's no hope. There's no life. There's no joy. There's no happiness. Things are there, but this is completely stuck. But that's the place. There's a good news. We sung many, many times today. Jesus is the rock. 
He is our salvation. He died for us. He rescued me. He gave me new life. There is uh, always restoration from Jesus. So that's the place God already demonstrated and offered the biggest help the humanity can ever have in their life is salvation through his death and his resurrection. It's available. Okay? So that's available for anyone who is thinking, I'm stuck. I don't have any relationship with God. I do struggle to connect with God. I'm dirty. I'm sinful. I'm disgusted myself. I God won't love me, but there is a good news for you, for your cry from the depth of your heart. Is any hope for me? Is any life for me? Yes, there is. Jesus is the answer for that. So he died for our sins. So once you become a Christian, once you follow Jesus, you know that you are eternally secure in him. You are fully, completely accepted by Jesus Anytime I can turn to my father because he adopted me into his family and he gave me the spirit, the same spirit raised Jesus from the dead is in my heart. So in my distress, I can call upon his name. That's Psalm 120. In my distress, God, I call upon your name. Psalm 120 is the cry for help and Psalm 121 is the answer of that prayer. That's the way the psalm goes. Let's go to the next slide. So even though you become a Christian or if you are not, if you're not a Christian, if you, whether you're following Jesus or not, these are some of the realities we face in our life. Churches, sadness, grief, despair, loss, you know, fear. We are filled with lots of stuff in our life. We are, we are always carrying this place to place. Suddenly, the job we were trusting is gone. We were thinking, marriage is so romantic. We are the biggest, amazing, sweet couple in the world. But next morning, things didn't go well. We were hoping for something to happen in our life, but didn't happen. Suddenly, we came to know that there is a sickness in your body or someone you love. It's not curable. There is no medicine for that. Or financially, you can't afford it. It's a reality. We don't know what to do. Sometimes we do say, God, can you help me? But sometimes, God, I can't focus on you, God. Lord, even I can't read the Bible now. And I can't share it to anyone else because I don't have much friends. I could call my dad, but usually he doesn't listen. I can't talk to my mom. He always gives me instructions. Is there any friends I do have? Yes, but I don't trust them because they are BBC. They do, the moment I share, it's gone out. Or can I keep it to myself? No, this is too much. But I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus, but I don't have the capacity or the faith or the joy to just to pray to God. I'm lost. I need help. If you are in that category... There is a good news for you. God can help you. Sometimes we might be thinking, 
Self-control is my issue. Let's go to the next slide, please. I want to be cool. But sometimes, you know, when there's a traffic jam, I was like, oh, move. The frustration. I want to be a cool guy. I want to be a cool girl. I'm a Christian. I want to be always the fantastic, smiley person. But when things go wrong, oh, Come back, that means there's no self-control in me. You know, this kind of, oh, there's no, there's no much in me. I'm a Christian, but I can't, I can't actually follow Jesus because look at me. How do you get irritated with people? How do you get frustrated with people? How do you get frustrated when Wi-Fi is not working? And my wife is not working. I do get irritated when the printer is not working. When I get irritated when, when people are not doing things in the right way, you know. So, so, in, in the song of Hassan, people are facing real life challenges in their life. They didn't have any problem with Wi-Fi at that time because they didn't have any Wi-Fi. But they did have wives. That was a big problem. I mean, we do all know, you know, so, and husbands, sorry, not just wives. It's a family issues. So all there is saying, yes, you are taking a journey to Jerusalem. You're walking towards the mountain. Yes, the path we are walking is not nice, marbled, fresh path. No, this is tough ground. I know you are walking to Jerusalem because you do trust God. You do follow Jesus. You do follow... Uh, you do follow the God who created heaven and the earth, but there are realities. Life circumstances. Relationship issues. Sin. That's the path you are walking. They are realities. So for us, these are realities. All of Natala. But I don't have any self-control. It's finished. So it's actually coming back in many areas. Character, behavior, walk with God. All I'm saying, I need help. I try to fix things in my own strength, but i gone tired and exhausted. Let's go to the next slide, please. I want to be in charge of a problem and I want to to fix a problem, but that person can't fix it, this person fix it. But somebody has to move the ball to move the game forward. Have you been in that position when you play? You know, so then what do we do? We just uh, move to there, you know, so what do we do, you know? It's cheating, no, it's impossible, you know, nothing you can't do, you know. So... Life moments, you know, so you don't get uh, help. No, you just move the things, you know. So, but there are times we felt we tried hard, but we have limitation. There is an understanding. There is a point we reach. I need help. I need help. Next slide, please. 120 is shout for help. 121 is the answer of prayer. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where my help come. My help come from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth.
Psalm 124 verse 8 says, Our help is in the Lord of the Lord. In the name of the Lord who made heaven and the earth. If you go to the next slide, you can see it's already there. Our help in the name of the Lord who made heaven and the, and, and the earth. Psalm 134 verse 3 says, May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made heaven and the earth. Psalm 146 verse 6 says, Who made heaven and the earth, the sea, and all in them who keep faith forever. So these people, whether they are rich or poor, whether they have problems or not, the order was encouraging your help, your ultimate help is actually coming from the Lord. It's better to look at there. Even if you want to fix an issue, you need God's grace. Even if you want to type an email, you need God's grace. Even if you do make a decision, you need God's grace. That means we are completely, fully relied on God. That's the place world fails. They think we can deal with the issue. We can sort the issue. But as a Christian, we should remember ourselves always. You know, Remind ourselves always. Yes, God, I'm living because of your grace. I woke up this morning because of your grace. I'm breathing because of your grace. I can see because of your grace. In the midst of sickness, I can sing because of your grace. I'm healed because of your grace. I can love someone. It's because of your grace. I can forgive someone. It's because of your grace. I got a job. It's because of your grace. I got some money. It's because of grace. I'm married because of your grace. I'm single because of your grace. Because in every circumstances, I totally, fully, completely relied on you, God. It's not the time. I can't fix it. I need help. In all circumstances, the author encouraging the whole congregation, we are walking toward to the, to the mountain. But our help is from the Lord. He is the creator of everything. Psalm 121, verse 4, 3, 3, uh, 3 and 4. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps your he, keep, he who keeps you will not slumber. That's the next word, you know. There's a promise from God. So the first verse was the first, I will lift my, then there, there is a communication, the author is communicating to the people, you know, who wrote this one. He's saying like, he will not let you, there is an assurance from the author, something he experienced, you can trust him. He's in charge of your life, you know. So uh, he will not let your food be moved, he who keep your, keep, will not slumber. But reality, they're already struggling to walk because it's a rocky mountain. Life is challenging. Yes, but he's saying he will keep you. He's not just talking about the physical nature. Yes, that can include the physical nature also. Ultimately, God is in charge of your life even in the midst of all chaos what you're facing in your life. Deuteronomy 32, uh, today uh, I do remember most of the songs, uh, I think three or four songs uh, we sung, the, the rock came back again and again and again. You know, so Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4, the rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are just, a God of faithfulness and without injustice. 
righteous and upright is he? It's quite challenging words for us. Is it really? Why this happened to me? Why God didn't help me when I went through tough times? But we didn't see his helping hand. He was there. One of the, uh, I think, questions we will be uh, um, uh, discussing in Alpha, that is, is why suffering? Is it next week, I think? So I think next week or week after. So one of the biggest questions people do uh, struggle, why? 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 Why God didn't help me? Why mom, 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 Why mom, 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 Why mom, 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 Whatever he does, I can trust him. He never ever fail. I may not understand everything he does. But one thing I know, God is perfect. I can trust him. So I want to shout for my help to, 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 to God. 1 Samuel chapter verse 2. Chapter 2 verse 2. There is no one like, no, no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you. Nor is there any rock like our God? So these are the scriptures, you know. These are realities. These are the characteristics or attributes of God. God is the rock of our salvation. How did Jesus and the early church shout for help? I was uh, looking at, uh, I was just uh, a list of things. I was talking about looking at Jesus' prayers. I may not be able to read all these things, you know. How much Jesus relied on his father in all circumstances. Luke 3, verse 21 to 22. I I may not read all all the references. At his baptism, Jesus prayed. In the morning before heading to Galilee, he prayed. After healing people, he prayed. Praying all night before choosing his 12 disciples. While speaking to the Jewish people, he prayed. Giving thanks to the Father before feeding, he prayed. Before walking on the water, he prayed. While heading, uh, healing a deaf person or mute person before that, he prayed. Giving thanks to the Father before feeding 4,000, he prayed. Before Peter called Jesus the Christ, he prayed. At the transfiguration, he prayed. At the return of the 70, he prayed. Before teaching his disciples Lord's Prayer, he prayed. Before raising Lazarus from the dead, he prayed. Laying hands on the praying for the little children, he prayed. Asking the Father for to glorify his name, before that he prayed. At the Lord's Supper, he prayed. He prayed for Peter's faith when Satan asked him to swift him. Prayed for himself, his disciples, and all believers just before heading to Gethsemane. In Gethsemane, before his betrayal, he prayed. He prayed three different prayers to the Heavenly Father. There's a long list. I can read you whole list. He was the Son of God. Fully man, fully God. But when he was in this earth, he never ever used the God card. To win a temptation. What he did, he completely relied on the will of God by the help of the Holy Spirit. Say a fully man, shouting for help to the God, his father, and 
He's relying on the work of the Holy Spirit in his life. Through that way, he was victorious. That's encouraging for me. Many times people say, oh, that was Jesus, not, not me. Now, when I was looking at the scriptures, oh my word. He never used. Because I'm God, I'm going to turn water into wine now. He was, he was a God. That's in, in Acts chapter uh, 10, verse 30. It's you know, just like a God in anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with, uh, with his power, with his spirit and his power. So that he was able to do many good things, healing the sick. Because he was completely, fully relied on his father. Perfect example. How much he relied on God. Right after being nailed to the cross, Jesus prayed. Father, forgive them, for they know, they, they know not what they do. While dying on the cross, Jesus cried out, My God! My God! He was shouting for help. So, there are lots of examples how Jesus relied on the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, uh, trusting in his Father, uh, shouting for help. Let me look at some specifics. Luke chapter 22 Verse 32, 39 to 45. I might not be read all the passages, but I'll try to skim read through that. Luke chapter 22, verse 39 to 45. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olive. And his disciples followed him. On reaching that place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drop of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from the prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you asleep? He asked them, get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Jesus was encouraging. Even though he was the son of God, he didn't say, I'm God. Give me anything. I can deal with it. No. He was completely father. It's unbearable. I can't deal with this with my strength. I need your presence. I need you, God. I know that my personal instinct is to give up. But I know that that's not your will. Circumstances are tough. Surroundings are tough. My friends, they are sleeping. They are supposed to stand with me and pray. Everything is crumbling apart. I'm in big sorrow. But I know I can shout for help. Because you are their father for me. Jesus. Fully man. Fully God. He never used God card. To overcome, overcome circumstances. When he was really going through. Or especially when he, he was shouting for help. Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. But it's not my will, I know. I want to give up, but I want to do your will. But I need your grace. Will you help me? 
shout for help. If Jesus did that, when you go through life circumstances, you can do the same thing. You can just go, I need your help. I can't fix this. Whether it's a small issue or whether it's a big issue, no matter how big or small, there is a heavenly father, he who hears our prayers. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7 and 8. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered a prayer and petition with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Jesus cried. Men, Jesus cried. Gentlemen of City Church, can you hear me? Jesus cried. Tears came out. It's not a weakness. It's a strength to call upon God with tears and cries. Men won't cry. Boys won't cry. That's a lie. Sometimes girls always cry. Sometimes men won't cry. That's, that's the cultural strongholds in our life. But Jesus cried. I love that verse, you know. Jesus, the, the, the author didn't delete. Oh, Jesus was a superman, you know. Oh, no tears, you know. Delete that. You know, it's an edited version. No, he fervent cries and tears to the one, to the one who could save him from death. To the one. Help! He was shouting for help. Matthew chapter 3, verse 16. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up to the mountain. Uh, 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 are we still following that one? Let me check that one. Yes. Um, then he was, uh, at, the, at the time, you know, so he was um, uh, relying on the Father. Okay, let me uh, see that uh, scripture reference in terms of... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, the one with the Jesus prayed prayer uh, the slide please Hebrew 5 7 in Acts chapter 4 verse 22 to 30 31 that's uh, another slide powerpoint please uh, prayer uh, individual and corporate okay Acts chapter 4 verse 23 to 31 when they were in the midst of crisis they raised their voice and prayed together. Let's read Acts chapter 4, verse 22, uh, uh, 22 to 33. Acts chapter 4. On the release, Peter and John went back to their own uh, on people and reported to them all the chief priests and the leaders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, uh, of our father David. You can see that one. The early church, when they were facing persecution 
They were calling upon God, same as in Psalm 129. Where does my help come from? So here they're praying, Sovereign Lord, who created heavens and the earth, we call upon you, God. Only you can rescue us. They were looking at God. That's prayer is the first thing. That's the way they respond to or shouting for help. Let's go to how do we rely on the scripture to, to shout for help. That's Matthew chapter 3 verse uh, 16 uh, then to f- chapter 4 verse 11. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up to uh, 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 out of the water. At that moment, the heaven was open and he saw the spirit of God was descending like a dove and anointing, uh, anointing on him. And a voice came from said, this is my son who I love with him. I'm well pleased. Then the spirit was, uh, spirit led him to the wilderness. That's in chapter four. You know, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness and was tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came. If you are, oh, I will say, as you are the son of God, this is a tempting moment, challenging moment Jesus was facing in terms of his identity. If you are a Christian, why this happening? If you know Jesus, why is happening this one? You know, you are a Christian. So why can't you deal with it, you know? So why there is no healing happening? Why there is, there is nothing happening, you know? So there was an attack on the word of God. What he believed just before God said, this is my beloved son. The second challenge is, as you are the son of God. Oh, if you are the son of God, why can't you deal with it? You know, turn this this uh, uh, this circumstances, you know, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written. It is written. Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So he, he was, he was clinging. He was relying on the word of God. That's a type of help. God, this is what your scripture says. Circumstances are different. But I want to trust in you, God, what your word says. It's difficult. But that's the place the help of the Holy Spirit will enable us to deal with the circumstances. So even, a very interesting thing was there. You know, just like one time, uh, it was like, if you are the son of God, he, he said, throw yourself down for it is written, you know. So he will command his angels concerning. So we just, just jump. You will see some angels there. But when you read down a bit more, you know, Jesus said to, said to him, As for me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord uh, your God and serve him alone. Then the lev- devil left him. What's the next verse says? And the d- devil left him. And the angels came and attended him. So that means, even in the midst of that challenge, jump, you will see some angels the angels was there. It was there. But Jesus was not doubting. Oh, I can't see any angels. Yeah, let, let me prove you. You know, no. So when circumstances are, we, we face, we, we, there is a temptation to prove something. But even though we are not seeing the breakthrough, that is God's grace to trust completely on his word. I don't want to prove there is an angel. If God says, God will guard me with his angels, I do believe that. 
But full stop. He may appear, he may disappear. He may come, he may, may not come. But I want to trust in God. Let me go to the last point, the fellowship. So, how do we shout for help? Through prayer, and it is uh, written. That's the way we go. Matthew chapter 26, verse 35, 36 to 56, uh, uh, we can see, uh, see uh, we can see that when Jesus asked, stay here and keep watch with me. Jesus was asking, guys, I'm going through a tough time. Can you just keep an eye on me? Can you stay awake? Jesus was asking, I need some help through fellowship. Book of Acts, they pray together. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 says, you know, they heard apostles teaching. They prayed together, broke bread. There is a fellowship element there. It's not my journey. We are going together to, to the mountain. We are walking together to the mountain. This is a together journey. We are going to the mountain. So the Lord will watch over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. God will do it. God will keep you. God will protect you. God will guide you. God will give you the wisdom. No matter what circumstances you are going through. Whether it's sin. Whether it's life challenges. As Jesus completely relied on his father for help. As the early church in the midst of persecution. Heavenly father. Sovereign Lord. I need help. So they were showing how much they relied on God. And fellowship is very important. As a church, as core group, if you're struggling, do you struggle to share things in your core group? You can pray today. You feel, I don't have any friends in city church so that I can share and receive some prayer. We're happy to pray for you. If you feel, I don't feel like a family, you know, I'm, I'm here because I believe in Jesus, but at the same time, I'm a stranger in the, in, in the crowd. God can set you free. Anything you are struggling today, name it, shout for help. God, I need you. But three ways, even if you forget every, anything I preach today, one is a prayer. Second thing is relying on his scripture. Third thing is a fellowship. Let's go to the last slide, then we can pray. Do you need help? Feeling lost could be sin, separation from God, struggling, or sometimes doubts of meaning of life, stress, depression, loneliness, marriage, singleness, crisis, feeling broken and rejected, sickness, poverty, financial crisis, pressure of life. It can go on and on and on and on and on. But there's an answer. He will keep you. The Lord will keep you from all harm. Doesn't mean that this is a problem-free, trouble-free life. Yes, we are going through rocky, rough time. <coughs> Sorry. Even if you've been to Jerusalem, when you come back, the rocky mountains will not turn into a marble place. No, you will be walking through the same situation. 
but your perspectives will be different. The way you see things will be different. The way you interact will be different because you are transformed, renewed by God's grace and you are filled with His Spirit so you can respond to circumstances in a different way. When people are relying on other stuff, you know that one. God is unchanging. He's everlasting. He never ever lies. So even though I'm not understanding, God, I'm asking for your help. Give me the grace to pray. Give me the grace to go back to your scripture. Give me the grace to shout for help to my fellow Christians. Because that's the way you did, Jesus. You prayed and you used the scripture and you said, Guys, can you keep an eye on me? I'm going through a stressful time. At the same time, I'm going to pray. But unfortunately, they prayed. Uh, they, they slept. But Jesus was asking, can you watch over me? That means he didn't try to do things by his own strength. I'm the super son of God. Guys, give me space. No. He gathered 12. He gathered 70. He gathered people together. He was demonstrating he was not trying to do his as a superman. He was a super God. He, he loves fellowship. Together, prayer, scripture, and fellowship. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time, God. It's really hard for us to shout for help. We are quite willing to offer help. We are quite willing to advise other people. Oh, read the scripture. Pray. But when things come to our own life, sometimes we do struggle. So we want to shout for help this morning. God, give us the grace even to shout for help. Give us the faith to trust in you, God. Lord Jesus, we don't want to try to fix things. And if it's not working, then we need you, God. We don't want that policy. We want to f- completely understand it's you working in our life, God. This morning, you come and do a deeper work in our heart. Whether it's a memory loss struggle, whether it's any kind of issue, God. This morning, it's encouraging to see that God, Son of God. Son of man, shout for help to the Father, showing the best example. Even in the darkest night, I have a Father who hears our prayers. So this morning, I ask for your Spirit to pour out each one of us, God, a breakthrough in our heart to shout for help. Amen.